Welcome to Power and Pleasure, all things women's health uncensored. I'm your host, Kim Billick. I'm a women's hormone health coach and wound healer. And yes, this podcast is going to be raw and juicy. We are going to be talking about all things women's health uncensored. We'll be talking about periods, hormone health, ways to improve your sex life, pregnancy, miscarriage, and those things going on down there that maybe you're just too embarrassed to ask your doctor, talk to your partner about, or maybe even your girlfriends. Consider this podcast real girl talk, and it's going to leave you knowing more about your body, about your menstrual cycle, your periods, and so much more. Welcome. 2024 is less than two weeks away. Do you have your New Year's resolutions yet? And if not, what are you waiting for? I'm just joking. I don't have mine. And actually, I don't do New Year's resolutions, but I do understand that a lot of people do. And that is why I chose to have today's episode on weight loss, because weight loss is a big thing that a lot of people do have as a New Year's resolution. They want to lose X amount of weight. And before I get into that, um, I'll share a little bit of why I don't do New Year's resolutions. And a big part of it is because I'm a woman. And instead of focusing on, you know, a New Year's resolution at the beginning of the year, I use my menstrual cycle every single month. I set intentions. So our period, our bleed is a time of literally detoxing, right? And with that, what do I get to release that's no longer serving me? And through that physical detox and emotional detox, I'm creating space for the new stuff that I'm bringing, calling into my life, the seeds I am planting. Even if you want to look at the moon cycle, right? When, you, when it comes to the new moon, they say plant the seeds so these seeds grow and in through the next moon cycle. So it's the same thing our bleed, our our menstrual phase is equivalent to the new moon. So I set my intentions, my resolutions, if you want to say every single month. And, you know, just like our menstrual cycle has our ebbs and flows, our life has ebbs and flows. So these intentions could change. Now in saying that, you know, when it comes to like business goals and stuff like that, I do look at that at a yearly base, we got to pay taxes. So it kind of just makes sense to do that at the beginning of the year. But with the rest of my life, I do it every single month. So just a little thought for some of you, maybe you've never thought a bit about it from that perspective of doing it every single month. And I've even actually created, if you haven't heard already, I created the womb wisdom journal that gives you that opportunity to write your intense tensions and really like think about it every single month. But also this journal does support you in seeing how your menstrual cycle specifically changes and or so that you see patterns month to month so that you could then align how where you are in your menstrual cycle with things that you choose to do in your life. So that is called the Womb Wisdom Journal. Uh, the link is in the show notes, but you can get it on Amazon. So yes, let's get into weight loss. What if I told you You don't have to sit there and be counting calories or some of you are into counting macros or have heard of counting macros. You don't necessarily have to be focusing so much on that in order to lose weight. Now, of course, you know, you've probably heard energy out, which means like what you're doing physically, your activity has to be more than the energy 
being put into your body, right? So if you're eating McDonald's or eating fast food, unhealthy foods, donuts and stuff, of course, it's going to be hard to lose weight, right? But there's probably some of you listening right now, maybe you're in perimenopause, you're in your 40s, maybe, you know, you're in menopausal or even postmenopausal, right? 50s, late 50s, 60s. And you have this stubborn weight that you just can't get rid of. And maybe there's some of you in your 20s as well listening right now. And you're just like, I am eating salads and I still can't lose weight. Why can't I lose weight? Well, it could be related to your hormones. So that is what I want to share with you today and give you a different perspective instead of just stressing so much on like, oh my God, I got to like have this 1200 calorie diet. And actually for most of you, most of you, I mean, everyone's individualized, but I'll say probably 95% of you, I wouldn't recommend a 1200 calorie diet. Uh, A lot of times those are too low and just what you're eating, you're not getting the right nutrients, but you could have uh, right now, I probably eat 16, 1700 calories. I'm five feet tall. And I'm very happy with where my weight is. I'm about 111 pounds. And, but a big part of it, and go look at my Instagram, Kim Billick underscore, you will see a picture of me about two months ago and then another picture a year ago. And the picture a year ago, I was, I was fluffy. I was full of inflammation. And I'm going to share this in the new year, but 2021, I underwent a procedure. And at the, before the procedure, I hadn't even take, taken a Tylenol for three years. So the medication, including antibiotics that I had to take after the procedure, just kind of, it actually didn't really mess my hormones. I thought it did, but it messed with my gut. And then I was getting inflammation. And then there's an energetic component to that procedure, which I believe gave me MRSA. And if you know what MRSA is, it's a skin infection, kind of, you've probably heard of abscess or boils. And uh, it was bad. And once again, I was on antibiotics again. And there, then my stomach was just real fucked up. So I would look at food and I felt like I was ballooning up just looking at food. And so I really dialed into my gut health and into my nutrition, but not from a point of, I need to be counting calories, but from what is upsetting my stomach, what is not agreeing with my stomach, Uh, what does my gut biome need right now? And like I said, right now, I still have a glass of wine here and there. I had a piece of pizza two weeks ago because I was just wanting pizza and I had it. And, you know, so I'm sharing these, this from a personal experience, but also just to like really hone in on like, you don't always have to be so worried about what I'm eating and make sure I'm exercising, exercising, exercising. So what are some of these hormones that can be impacting your weight loss? The first one I really want to talk about is cortisol. And I know cortisol gets a bad reputation, but let's face it, cortisol is like one of the hormones we need to live. We actually need it. But the thing is, in our, many of us in our lifestyle nowadays, we have so much going on that instead of, you know, our cortisol just spiking and naturally our cortisol is higher in the morning, um, or it's spiking if 
we are being threatened by a person about to attack us or something, you know, we get that spike, you hear the whole fight and flight, right, response so that we're ready to run and our body's ready to go. The thing is, though, nowadays, we have stress from so many things, it could be a relationship, us working overtime, the kids needing to go there, the foods that we're eating, maybe the lack of sleep, uh, you know, there, just think of the whole COVID thing that was going on a couple of years ago. Like I'm sure that spiked a lot of people's cortisol levels. So we just have a lot of stressors in our everyday life now. And there's many of us men and women walking around with high cortisol levels. So what cortisol's job is to do is to stimulate both fat and carbohydrate metabolism to give that body of that rush of energy, like I was saying, that fight and flight. What else it does is it increases glucose. And, you know, there is a certain amount of glucose we do want stored in our body, stored in our liver for a, you know, a later time. This is also, this is something known as glycogen storage. The thing is, if our stress is just so high and it keeps pumping our cortisol, pumping our cortisol, the cortisol levels are just going to keep going up, right? And, this is when we end up increasing our insulin as well. And women and even men that have high cortisol levels, a sign of it can be from a weight perspective is that muffin top look, you know, that lower abdominal belly fat, right? And if you do have higher cortisol levels, the, what it could also do is it triggers your appetite. It's going to trigger you to want to eat more, right? Because you want that energy. But a lot of times what you're wanting to eat with that is that quick energy food. So simple carbs, think of those sugary carbs. And it could be fat, but a lot of times it's not always the healthiest fats that we're wanting to go for. And then what's happening? Then you are gaining weight or you can't lose weight. So a big thing, and I don't think it gets talked about enough, weight for weight loss and just for hormones is stress management. Taking your body out of that fight and flight. What could calm you down? And something that I love, love, love giving my, my clients is what I call the calm container. And maybe some of you have heard me speak of this before, but picking three to five things, people or a place that really just brings you to that calm state when you are at the beach, when you are with that certain friend, when you are taking a bath, when you're reading a book and your body just feels super relaxed, like taking you out of that stressful state and you're not thinking about your to-do list. So that is a huge thing. It's just really working on your stress level. That alone, and with that, a lot of times sleep improves. Us not getting enough sleep is going to impact our um, our weight loss journey. So really focusing on our stress is going to help with our cortisol levels. Now tied into our cortisol is also our insulin. And this is another hormone that can impact us from gaining weight or prevent us from losing weight. So the big thing with insulin is watching your blood sugar levels, right? And maybe I know I've talked about this on other episodes is, you know, not skipping breakfast first thing in the morning. Not, you know, us women because our hormones fluctuate throughout the month, 
our, our hormones are a little more sensitive. Our bodies are a little more sensitive to intermittent fasting and to not eating first thing in the morning. And if you actually look at the research, most of the research on intermittent fasting is done on men and not women. So with the not skipping breakfast, you know, I, I recommend trying to eat within one hour of getting up, having breakfast before you drink your coffee, because if you drink coffee on an empty stomach, your cortisol levels are going to shoot up and it also doesn't help with your blood sugar levels. The other big thing is not having just carb loading meals. Try having healthy fats and proteins with all your meals and even your snacks. That's going to make a big, big difference. So, and of course, you know, just watching the high sugary foods, like that's, I mean, that's kind of a given, but that's going to spike your blood sugar levels, right? So getting back to insulin. So what is its role? Its response, its role, it's, it's responsible for our blood sugar storage and utilizing the blood sugar. It helps store fat and convert that fat to energy. Now, the problem is if our insulin levels are high chronically for a long time, like let's face it, we need the insulin. We need those that, that energy to be stored because we need that energy. Like, have you ever been on a real low, low carb diet? I was when I was bikini um, competing and prepping. And I won't forget the one day I literally had to pull over on the 405 in LA. And if you ever been there, you know, it's a crazy freeway. I had to pull over because I couldn't even think straight at that point because I was on 25 grams of carbs that day, which I don't recommend. Definitely not a healthy thing. So we do need those. We do need those energy stores. We do need those carbs. We do need those fats. But when that insulin is high chronically, like day in, day out, month after month, what happens is, and some of you have probably heard this term, is insulin resistance. And what insulin resistance is, when the cells, because the insulin just keeps pumping through, but the cells are no longer responding to this insulin and the glucose isn't getting absorbed into the cells. And when this happens, then that's when you just have high blood sugar floating through your bloodstream because it's not going into your cells to then be converted into energy and to be burnt or and to be used. And so with this, I'm sure many of you have heard of pre-diabetes and diabetes. So that could happen, you know, after the long term. Also, weight gain starts happening, inflammation in the body. And I mean, there could be so many things that go along with that. Cardiac issues, long-term I've seen as an occupational therapist, people start getting neuropathy, which is like decreased um, sensation in the feet and, and fingers. That's, I mean, if they become diabetic. So, but talking about the weight loss, weight loss side of things, this is really important because our insulin levels, our blood sugar levels play a critical, critical part in our weight loss journey. The other thing or the other hormone is estrogen. Estrogen is our building hormone. It builds our uterine lining to prepare us if we're going to conceive. And, you know, if we don't, if the egg's not fertilized, fertilized during ovulation, then, you know, over, during our period, that uterine lining is going to shed. The thing with high estrogen levels, it can also trigger the pancreas to then secrete more insulin. You see how everything's kind of all tied in. So if the pancreas is triggering um, for more insulin to be produced, then once again, the blood sugar levels are going to be all over the place. 
And that's also going to lead to potential weight gain. The other thing with estrogen, high estrogen, is it could cause both bloating and water retention. And the thing with the estrogen, yes, there could be high estrogen, just your body isn't... um, metabolizing and getting rid of it. Maybe there's something, you know, the liver's being bogged down a little bit. Remember our liver's really big on detoxing. It's really important to take a poop. I'd even say maybe two poops a day. That's really great for detoxing. That helps with getting rid of the estrogen that's no longer needed in your body. Right. And then now, because in our world, we do have a lot of environmental toxins and some of these toxins mimic estrogen. So that could also make higher levels of estrogen in the body. And I share those couple points because that type of estrogen and like the environmental toxins, uh, you know, not going to the bathroom leads to the bloating, leads to the water retention. So sometimes it's not necessarily like, ah, I'm actually gaining fat, but you're retaining water. You're holding on. Like I was saying with me, like I was inflamed, right? So estrogen could be a factor with that one. And then the other one I want to talk about is low testosterone. Now, yes, us ladies, we need testosterone. We don't need as much as men, but we still do need testosterone. And why do we need it? Because it's really important for helping us to build muscle. And it's also important for our metabolism. So those are two really important things, right? We want to build muscle. Our muscle burns more fat than our fat in our body. And we want our metabolism to be working. So it's, you know, burning calories and, you know, the functions in our, in our body is working properly. The other thing I will say with testosterone, what's really important is that it is our drive and our motivation. So in order to get to the gym and work out to help with your weight loss journey, you need that motivation, that oomph, like I'm ready to go, right? So if your testosterone levels are low, indirectly, that lack of motiv- motivation and just like wanting to get out and you know be active and stuff could be impacting your weight loss journey as well. So quick recap on four hormones to potentially consider as part of your weight loss, especially if you're like stumped on like, why am I not losing weight? I really want to like kick off 2024 is high cortisol, high insulin, high estrogen, low testosterone. You know, if you want to go see your doctor and get some labs run, especially if you've been on this weight loss journey for a while, I suggest that, but also talking about the whole exercise, you know, I was talking, I kind of finished with that, with the testosterone depending where you are in your, I'll say cycle of life. So if you are a woman 40 plus, you know what? I would suggest to ease off on the high intensity cardio sessions, the long intensity cardio sessions, because that could register in the body as stress. There goes those cortisol levels starting to rise, right? What I would tell you or suggest that you focus on more is weight training, weight training, and especially those leg days. I don't know about you, but I love a good booty day. And I know a lot of women like to focus on those glutes and stuff, but there is some good reason behind it outside of, you know, having a nice booty. Our leg muscles are bigger than our arm muscles. 
We're going to build more muscle there. Our metabolism goes up and that is going to help with our weight loss journey. And this is just really important for that perimenopause, menopause um, phase because naturally our hormones are shifting. And as I said at the beginning of this episode, you know, of course our diet is important and I'm not going to get into a whole lot of detail what you should be eating because all of you are very different in what you need. But what I want to just stress again is just like, don't starve yourself. Definitely. I know there might be the influencers are like, you know, don't eat this, don't eat that. And a big part is just finding what works for you. And as I said at the beginning, making sure if you have your healthy fats, your healthy proteins with fibers every single meal, you're going to feel full. You're not going to feel like you're depriving your body. And it's definitely going to help with your weight loss journey. Some things that, you know, and there again, every person is a little different, but some things that I may, I'll just suggest to keep an eye out for is conventional dairy. And for some women, it might be cutting dairy out completely. Um, I've actually recently added in some yogurt back into my diet, grass-fed yogurt, and it's agreeing with me and I'm very happy with it. I also have added grass-fed butter into my diet again too. Watching out for gluten, maybe staying away from that, highly processed foods. So a lot of times your processed foods are things in packages. You know, one suggestion I give and this will probably stick with you. Like when you're in the grocery store, buy the majority of your food that's on the parameter of the grocery store. So on the outside, that's usually where you're going to get your fresh food. Of course, eating lots of fresh fruits and vegetables are really beneficial, but it's, yeah, when you go into the aisles and you start getting the packaged foods, um, that's where a lot of the processed foods are going to be. So if you got some value out of today's episode and just gave you a different perspective out of weight loss, I hope it actually took some stress away from you if weight loss is one of your New Year's resolutions. Uh, I would love if you just left a review uh, or send me a DM on Instagram. I just love to you know get messages and hear when people have aha moments or breakthroughs. And also if weight loss or healing your hormones, having better periods, Maybe the fertility journey is one of the things you are calling in for 2024. More pleasure in the bedroom, improving your sex life. Anything that I could support you as a women's hormone health coach and womb healer, if that is something that you are calling in for 2024 and you really want to kick off the year and get things moving with support, with accountability, mention this episode and I will be honoring $100 off my packages. And yes, I say packages because every woman is on their own healing journey. So I do like to offer different um, support, I guess you could say, uh, to suit everybody's needs. And I also, one last thing I just want to note is next week, there will not be an episode. I played around if I'm going to do an episode in between the holidays and the consensus of me traveling, which I got the episode already, uh, and just, you know, hearing about a lot of other people traveling and things being busy, I decided this is going to be the last episode. So have a very happy new year. And the first episode back, I think that's January 3rd, is going to be amazing. And it's definitely going to help you really set your intentions even more for 2024 and manifest so much beauty and pleasure and 
all the amazing things that you want to come into your life. So be sure to tune into that. Have a happy new year and I will talk to you soon. Bye.